0: Um, My name is Sarah Shepard. I'm a freshman, also in the Emerging Scholars Program, and my major is biology on a pre-med track.
1: I am Emily Smith. I'm a sophomore at UA. My major is international studies, and I'm on the pre-law track, and I'm also in the Emerging Scholars Program.
2: And I'm Dr. Yi Ting Chua, and I just recently joined UA as a faculty member in August 2020. One, uh, my research interest focuses on cybercrime, uh, specifically looking at online communities.
0: Okay, so just like some introductory like questions, like what like made you choose to teach at UA and like how have you like enjoyed your time so far here?
2: So (laughs) there's a a long story actually behind this. I initially applied to be a postdoc at UA but I got another offer in my for my previous position in Cambridge, UK. So I was like, I I need when I saw the advertisement for UAS, UA, I, like, I have to teach here. It's such a good program. They have a cyber criminology minor, which was very interesting and worked, fits very yeah. well with my research.
1: That's
2: and, awesome. Yeah, and so far it's been great. I'm still getting used to the weather, like the heat. Yeah. The- <laughs> humidity and all the tornado (laughs) watches warning we have been having but
0: where are you from initially
2: i'm initially from i grew up in malaysia but i moved to hong kong and i spent a decade in michigan when i was studying so you traveled a lot then yeah i live in different climates (laughs) weather change
1: alabama is definitely very different from those climates Especially from Michigan. Yeah. Did you go yes. straight from Michigan to UA?
2: No, I, I saw when I graduated from my program in Michigan, I went to the UK for uh, to work as a postdoc for about almost right. two years.
1: Okay, awesome. So um, in the vein of that kind of research, uh, did you always want to do cyber criminology research or was there something that like made you want to get involved in that field later?
2: Actually, I was talking to a a possible recruit the other day about this. I was like, I started out actually wanting to be a policing scholar (laughs) when I was in the master program. Yeah, I wanted to look at policing and gender. And I ended up working on a project as a graduate assistant that looks at online stolen data market. So I was helping out with actually going through forums, looking at advertisement, like how much credit card are sold, debit card etc and that's what got me interested in looking at cyber crime and cyber criminology i was like this is so interesting i didn't even i didn't even yeah. know if, you know east market existed it was just mm-hmm. fascinating yeah that's really cool
0: did you always want to like do research or did that kind of just come about too in your discoveries
2: uh so no i think at first i wanted to be a police officer and then by the end of my undergraduate year i i realized for well, one thing, my physical, I don't have the physical strength for, <laughs> to actually make it through training. And yeah. I, so I applied to be in a master program and then started looking at research um, possibilities and getting involved in different research projects. made me realize that I, I really enjoy doing this.
0: That's so cool. Thank so- you we've seen like so many of your publications um is there like a particular like one or like a couple that you're most proud of and if so like why tell us a little bit about that um why is your favorite why is your most proud
2: yeah I think (laughs) uh my most proud publication would probably still be my dissertation at this moment that might change um there's several reasons so one it is it was a project i was working on even before writing it up as a dissertation and i was heavily involved in like helping the coding process and it's the first kind of project where i started looking at social network analysis so that was very interesting but also the topic itself i think it came out at a very timely well i would i don't want to say timely manner but it fits with what the general kind of public was concerned or interested about and and I actually won an award at MSU for that dissertation, so <laughs> it it holds awesome. a yeah it holds a very emotional bit to me as well. It's, it's also you know signifies my education and my training as you know a PhD. So.
1: Well, congratulations on the award! Yes.
2: Thank you. Um,
1: are you doing any research currently? Do you have anything in the works right now?
2: Uh yes, actually, I just recently presented in a colloquium for the department looking at incel forums so especially looking at how misogyny is being discussed within this community and how that might relates to you know radicalization processes that I've already looked at in my dissertation so I right. yeah and the another reason for that is misogyny is consistently seen and other more subcultural groups online like the hacker subculture um we see it a bit in extremists like political extremism realm so it'll be interesting to see how misogyny actually plays a role when it comes to incel and the greater like menosphere or the which is like a group of a collective of different communities that look at men's rights and men's movement
1: right yeah that is super interesting. That is really cool. Thank um, you. So you brushed on this a little bit, but do you think, um, like looking at all of your different research projects, do you have like one sort of overarching goal?
2: Yeah, I think the overarching goal is to actually just have a develop an informed understanding on the complexities of cybercrime and especially the intersectional technology and Criminal and deviant behavior, because, and I, I, I'm teaching one of the undergraduate class right now, <laughs> where I, I was like, yes, all these new technologies, they have great benefits. I'm not discounting that, but as a criminology criminologist by training, I'm more concerned about how these technology can potentially be misused or how it can be incorporated or integrated into criminal behaviors, and provide an understanding on that so that we can better we can have a well-informed policy or um, measures or preventions etc so it needs to be empirically supported but right. because internet is and, and technology is evolving at such a quick pace it's like there's a constant kind of fight to
1: Definitely.
2: understand yeah what's going on
1: are you enjoying teaching that specific class
2: yes i i'm I am. It's. I mean, one thing is helping me kind of refresh some of my memories <laughs> and my previous readings, but also like keeping up with what is going on, like newer development. Right. Um, like, I, the, the, this week we talk about spyware, parental control app, which again has good intention, has great use for countering some cyber crime, like cyberbullying, but it has also the potential of being misused for, in the context of like, you know, cyber stalking and kind the of partner violence.
1: Right. Well, it's a great class. I'm in it, um, I enjoy it <laughs> a lot.
2: <laughs> great, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs>
1: um, and then just kind of the back end of that overarching goal question, um, which you brush on a little bit, but do you think there's a certain way that the research you're doing kind of impacts society or is there like, a specific impact that you want to have on society and just kind of the personal importance that it holds to you. And
0: it could also be like about your class, like um, related to your research as well, things like that.
2: So one of my big goal is, so I talk about uh, addressing the complexities and one of the way I'm trying to achieve that is actually collaborating with scholars from different fields. Like one of the projects that we're trying to look at on this course on twitter about the ukrainian-russian war Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and we're trying to bring in scholars from like political science background user security background so because technology nowadays is not very well regulated and it cuts across different fields. like we have communication major that looks at how information is diffused or communicated but you also have user studies or usability studies where you know how you interact with a social media platform might actually has an impact on your behavior or it allows for certain misuse or use cases that could have negative impact on the platform on the users so my goal I guess is to develop and encourage interdisciplinary work that which would then allow us to produce an understanding that we can present let's say to a tech company saying that you know yes you develop a great app but there are certain things that you need to consider when introducing an app or introducing new policy regulation monitoring or features on an application or a program product
0: right 100 okay so like also like going into like past like the goals of like your research um throughout like your time researching and like as you go in the future like have you learned any life lessons within like your research or like anything that you just like has helped you in your daily life or like you would pass on to like a student like us like just starting out in the research field
2: wow so i'll answer the first part about life lessons um and, and I know this is going to sound a bit dated and cheesy, but <laughs> research is not about, like, it's not a run, so to say, it's a marathon, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: oftentimes it will take you to places that you don't expect to be. Like, you can plan, of course, but yeah, sometimes something will happen, or you came across a project with another scholar, and, and it can completely change your trajectory at yeah. times. So I guess it's just keeping an open mind and also keeping up to date with what is going on, not just in academic research, but also in, in general, in the world. And as for lesson to pass on to a student with research, I think the biggest thing is, it's okay to not know what you want to do, because I think that was my biggest fear when I get into a graduate program was, it seems like everyone knows what they're trying to do or trying to achieve. But I didn't really know when I first started I kind of learned through interaction through my classes through working yeah. on projects so it's perfectly fine to like to be like I don't know and I'm willing to learn and that that's that is perfectly okay with research yeah.
0: I think that's definitely a good life lesson not even in research but just like in life <laughs> you don't know like what job or, like, what major you definitely want to do at this time, like, there's time, like, you can have an open mind. That's definitely a good piece of advice.
1: Yeah. I definitely think that that pressure exists, um, you know, in the undergrad world, too, 100%. where everyone around you has everything has their life figured planned out, out, but, yeah. you know, everyone's feeling like everyone else has it figured out, but really not as Um And yes. then I wanted to yeah. ask, um, I'm specifically doing uh, cybercrime research with the Emerging Scholars Program. So do you have any advice specifically for people who are starting out in the cybercrime research field, especially if they're having to pull, um, or I guess go through kind of like sensitive content? Is there anything that you would tell them when they're first starting
2: out? Yeah, um, I would strongly recommend having a support network when you're doing that and take constant break because some of the content, if you, especially if you're working with qualitative research So where you have to sit down and actually read through some of this content in detail and spending a long time with the data, it could be that's straining, mentally speaking, I guess, uh, sometimes depressing, depending on what you work on. I, I, I still recall when I was working on the dissertation project, because I was looking at extremism, and there was some content where it was like the person state something that's quite negative and the, their location showed that they're actually from Mich- or live in Michigan. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about that because I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so definitely have some sort of support system. And if you're working for, let's say, a professor or a project leader, definitely have a um, con- uh, constant meeting with them or frequent meetings so that they have an idea of where you are. Mm-hmm. because sometimes you might end up taking more break than you need to and you don't want it to be come off as you know being perceived as you being lazy which is not the case Sometimes you just need more time to actually decompress and and kind of process the work that you're doing yeah so that- having that frequent meeting will be very helpful so that your leaders or the the PI's principal investigators know what's going on
0: mm-hmm. yes okay so just like one little thing to close, um, what's been like your favorite thing so far about the University of Alabama? It can be something like small, something related to your class, your research, the town, the campus, anything like that. Just something fun, like one of your favorite things here.
2: I really like the camp- Oh, It might be more than one, but <laughs> I really enjoy the campus and the students so far. Yes. I've had students come up to me and be like, "Oh my God, I never thought about this thing." I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad I, I'm informing you," but I'm at the same time I was like, "Hopefully, I'm not causing panic." Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's good to know that students are willing to learn and they're actually taking something away from the class, and that's always the biggest thing I think when it comes to teaching. Yeah,
1: yeah. for sure. And I think the beautiful
2: campus. Like, for
0: it, 100% sure. is, and I feel like the teachers like genuine. Like you can care, you can tell if the teachers genuinely like care about their. Like what they're studying, and that makes it like so much more, like fun and enjoyable for the students. 100. percent
1: <laughs> And you know, the students love our faculty, and the faculty loves the student body. And yes. I think that's a really great note to end on. Real tight um, to do that. Real tight. Real tight. Dr. C, for your time and for answering our questions. Yes, we um, really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you for reaching out and inviting me.
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> Have a weekend and the rest of your time here
2: at UA <laughs> oh thank you and you too and feel free to you know reach out anytime you can find my information on the department or and I think one of you said you were in the cybercrime research so if you're interested in helping out or learning more about research projects feel free to reach out anytime absolutely well thank you so much for your time have a great
1: day you too have a good weekend bye bye Thank you.